Right, so today's stuff we're going to learn that Chavtet, and this should be for a for, for Rachel Nava Batzila Chava. And we're, uh, yesterday's shir, we got halfway down the Yamud, so we're starting at the Mishnah, or the Halacha, as it begins. Tfilat Shachar, so we begin now the fourth parak. Tfilat Shachar Adachatzot. So when it comes to Shacharit, so till now that we've been talking about Kriyatma, now we'll talk about Davening. So when it comes to Shacharit, we have until the end of the, of the fourth hour. That is Rebbe Yehud, Shittat Rebbe Yehud, how that's a Chachamim, Rebbe Yehud Omer, sorry, start again. Tvelt HaShacha Ad Chatzot, I'm getting ahead of myself. Tvelt HaShacha, you have until midday. Rebbe Yehud says, Ad Abasho, Rebbe Yehud says, until until four, the fourth hour. What about Tvelt Mincha? Tvelt Mincha, you have until the Erev. And Rebbe Yehud says, you have until Ad Plag HaMincha. So Plag means half, and Plag Mincha means halfway between Mincha Ketana and end of the day. So this is uh, 10 and three quarter halachic hours into the day. That's when you've got until Plaga Mincha to say mark. We'll discuss all this as we go on. Today, today's stuff we most, uh, you'll see what we'll do today's stuff. Next, Tulata Erev, when it comes to Mariv, ain't like ever. It doesn't seem to have a fixed time. For Mariv, you seem to have peace to be that you have the whole night. The Shul Musafim, when it comes to Korban, the Tfilat Musaf, you have the uh, meaning on Shabbos, or Rosh Chodesh, Yontav, and the like, you have the whole day to say so. Um, so fine, that's the mission. Let's now try and understand the Gemara. Tzvat Shachar Adachatzot. Ktiv. It says in the Torah, Lava et Hashem Elokechem. Leolov doi shuvoshim b'chol levachem b'chol nafshechem. So what the Gemara tries to do now is trying to understand the source of Tzvilah. Well, the Chiyuv of Tzvilah, the Chiyuv of Tzvilah, and the Zmanim of Tzvilah, as we'll see in today's stuff. So it begins by saying, when it says you have a, a mitzvah to love Hashem and to worship Him with all your heart and all your nefesh. So we see v'chesh avodah shevelev. Avodah generally understands to be something physical, meaning offering korbanot, do something like that. So what type of avodah possibly can it be that one uses their heart for? Ezozu, what is that? Zot So now we know that's where we famously understand that uh, the tefillah is referred to avodah shevelev. Okay, so that is we find seems to be the source of tefillah. V'chen hu omer, and similarly we see. Now, this is regarding uh, Daniel. Now, Daniel, when, when, when uh, Daryavish ended up becoming the, um, the, uh, the next king, he ended up being one of the, uh, amongst the advisors, but he was head and shoulders above the rest of them. They tried to uh, find a flaw in him to try and compromise his position, but they couldn't do anything. In the end, they, if you like, they tricked, they tricked Daryavish into instituting a law that no one could dub him for the next, uh, uh, next month, because they knew the only way to bring him down was to bring God and the king at loggerheads. And, and he made the law and, and locked it in. And unfortunately, again, Daniel was discovered. And because it was a law that was locked in concrete, almost even though Daravish quite liked Daniel, his hands were tied. There's nothing he could do. And that's when the famous story when he was thrown, who was meant to be corrupted, the lion's death. Now, Daravish was pained by this. But before going in, he says, Elahach diant palach lei betadira, hu yeshezvinach. I mean, the God that you palach, palach is over, avodah, that you worship constantly, he should save you. So here we see, there was no avodah in Babel. There's no korbanot in Babel. It's impossible to say that's talking about avodah. So therefore, what type of avodah can we be talking about that possibly Daniel could have been engaging in? What could that be? That, could, that must be tefillah. Okay, so this is another proof, if you like, that Avodah, that uh, the Avodah is referring to is that which is Tfilah. Now, all we've learned is the Chiyav Tfilah. Now, it continues, Yechol Mitpalel Shloshtam Ke'echad. Is it possible that I could simply dub on all three Tfilot after Dub, and we'll see the source of three Tfilot soon, 
But is it possible that I can simply do one after the other? I have a busy day. I'll do the Shachra Minchamara one after the other, get all out of the way and be done with it. So Perish Badaniel, it says, Vizimnin Tlata Biyoma Barech Al Birchohi. That it was three times a day that Daniel would bow on his knees. So it seems to be these were three distinct times as opposed to something that could be done in one go. Okay. The next question is, is it possible that someone can daven? Again, we're learning all these dinim of tefillah from Daniel, as you can see the pattern. Is it possible that he can daven in any direction he likes? And it says, again, we see, this is when, this is, I think, the part before he, he like when he goes up, just when he's about to get caught, it says, in the same parak. That the windows in his in his place was facing towards Yerushalayim. So in other words, you learn so far that there's three tefillot have to be distinct at distinct times, and you face towards Yerushalayim. Now the question is, maybe remember Daniel was in Galut. Maybe tefillah was a new invention, if you like, in the absence of korbanot. So is it possible that were, this was a new idea? Meaning, he went up and daven. This is from the same puzzle in the same manner that they had been davening till now. Mashma, it seems to imply that this is a practice that you know was even the times of the base of Mikdash. So they had tefillah already, uh, you know, predating uh, predating Galut, Galut, uh, the Galut of Daniel. So Yachol Yemipel Shoshkan B'Chol is a possible but granted. You have to. You can't do them Ritzufim. You can't do one after the other. Is it possible it comes to tefillah? You can just daven them whenever you'd like. So let's say you do, you do at nine o'clock, take a break, 10 o'clock, and 11 o'clock. So it says, Kfar Peresh David, David already explained that we daven Erev Vavoker Vetzahorayim. It seemed to be there was three distinct times in the day. It says, Erev Vavoker Vetzahorayim, this is the past we brought previously, that I pour out my uh, issues, the Kodesh Parakul, and he, Vishmakuli, um, hears my voice. Ah. Now, so if it's established, we daven three times a day, distinct times face towards Yerushalayim. Next question is, is a possible someone that when someone davens, he should daven out loud. So now we learn from somebody else. This is the meaning here. We now we start learning from Chana, famously from Chana. So Perish Bechana couldn't have children. As we know, she davened. She was speaking, but speaking aliba, meaning it was something that seemed to be uh, in, internal. So the question is, how Aliba is that? Yachol Yemahar Herbalev is it possible that she was just internalizing everything and if you like speaking it in her head or just imagining it? We say, Tamaloma no Raksfatayanaot. So we understand that her lips were moving, but she wasn't, a sound wasn't coming out. So therefore it says, Hakesh Marchish that she was, her lips were moving at the time. Um, what's interesting here is that Pnei Moshe stresses that she was still able to, she said it, still at a level where she could hear herself but nobody else could. Okay. So Amar of Yossi Bar Chanina. You can learn from this Pasuk format as when it comes to Tefillah, if we learn from Chana. First, the fact that it says she's medabert aliba. And we've corrected that to mean it wasn't completely internal. So for here we understand that we learn from here that when, when davens, you have to do so with kavana. So aliba in, 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 implies intent then. But then when I add so here we understand that someone has to move their lips when they're davening. So enough, just keep your mouth and if you like, read with your eyes. 
Then it says, but her, 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 her voice wasn't heard. Here we understand that someone should raise their voice when they love it. And the final one is the final thing we learn from Chana, that he considered her, he thought she was drunk. So Michan, we learn from this, the fact that he was calling her to task and criticizing her, what are you doing here in a drunken state, is the Eli. We said, Michan, we find learn from here that if someone is intoxicated, they're not allowed to die. Does Ellie have thought that she, you're, I mean, at that point, people were supposed to dive not loud and she was doing something new, you know, because it's always like a. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question in terms of what we're doing, but what were people doing before her? Okay. So I don't know. We learned from her, doctor, this is how you're supposed to dive in. Yeah, but what happened prior to Hannah, I don't know. Like I tell you, it seemed odd. It's a, well, what she was doing clearly seemed odd because her moving the lips and not making a sound, he, he considered it as being a drunk. So um, right. the assumption is people weren't doing that. But um, yeah, what were people doing prior to that? I don't know. Um, but anyway, we learned from, she, she set the precedent of what the proper, proper tiller is. So Milton Dachanan bar Abba Patligi. Now, this is, this is interesting. If you remember before, uh, when, we start, when we learned a number of Dapim ago, we did, Reb Chaim said, we did a bit of a cut and paste, right? The cut and paste was this sugi we're about to learn now. We'll be familiar to in a minute. Because we said, if you read it as a flow, you'd think the milta d'rechana bara abba pligi is cholak what we're learning before. We did this, I think, uh, in, um, early on in our learning together. Oh, I'll tell you right now. It says here, I'm going to give you a sheet and read. It says, it was perik in halachahe. That's, uh, that, that's, that's where we brought it up. However, here's where, here it's real, here's where it's real place. In other words, what we learn here from the, the, the case of Hanan Bar Abba is that we've just said that when someone dubbins, you shouldn't be able to hear what they're saying. People nearby shouldn't hear what they're saying. This incident here, if you recall, we actually see, we learn that he was able to hear what Rav was saying. Now, the, the case will be familiar to as we begin. Why the Hanan Bar Abba Amar so the, the Hanan Baba said to the Talmudim, he says, I'll tell you something beautiful. I saw Rav doing it. I've told Shmuel what I saw. He gave me a kiss for that. What was it that he saw? He says, that, But what happens is when you say, you're bending down. And when you say Shem Hashem, is okay. So we learned this together. Shmuel Amar v'na amrit taiman. I will tell you the reason for this. Because it says Hashem, when you get to Shem Hashem, you go to Zakev Kepofim. Now why is this cholek? This is cholek because it's mashma that he could hear what Rav was saying. Otherwise he wouldn't know when he was bowing and when he was being, when he, when he stood up. So this seems to cholek on what we just said before, that when you're davening, no one should be able to hear what you're saying around you. Okay? That, that, anyway, so let's continue. Amar av ami lo mistar v'dolo amar ela it says that doesn't make sense because we've got a pasuk that says if you recall, we recall we did this before, because it's mevnesh mi nichatu, because of my name I mitpached. You should be uh, you should be you should be fearful. You should be in awe. Mashmi, you should be in a bow or coward over position as a result. Mitnesh mi. So Mar Avin says not that a kash ilavektiv b'shmi nichatu. If the pasuk said in my name, like when you hear my name, then you're then you're in a state of awe. That would make sense. Have a Late Kiva doesn't say that. It says, Mipneshmi, prior to my name, or well, before my name, Nichatu, that's when you're bowing over. Meaning, Kodem, Achelo Hashem. 
then you're already that's when you're carrying over that's what makes sense Baruch Atah, you're bending over when it comes to Hashem you stand up and this is what we've covered together let's continue Rab Abba Bar Zavda he was Matzli, Matzli Bekalo he would actually daven out loud with a voice then you could hear his voice Rav Yonah however when he was in Shul B'Tzibur he would daven quietly why so? that's so to not bother other people in Shul However, when you daven at home, have a bekalo. He would daven out loud. Ad Now, the two ways to understand what this means, ad, because ad could mean two things. The first way is where Rav Chaim explains and Rafulda says, you know, he did it out loud. Ad meaning so that the bnei bait could learn from him. There's a note, by the way, on the Mara. It says Harut from the Mara Fulda, who says Varosh Zal Piresh. Meaning, no, it's almost like the fact that they learned from him was a side effect. Meaning he used to raise his voice so much at her home, in order to have kavana, that what? Until the B'nai Beitel learned from him. So it's two ways understood. In other words, what was the reason why he raised his voice so loud at home? Was it so he could have proper kavana, and since it wasn't disturbing anybody, he had an opportunity to do so, and then everyone learned. Or was his intention of davening out loud a bit like we do benching at home out loud for the children? So the children, like so everyone learns how to daven. Anyway, the, as I explained, Rav Chaim seems to understand it. Well, that was his intention. So I'm a Rav Mana. Rav Mana, Rav Chaim says, was a son of Rav Yona. Um, he says, That it's true that the B'nai Bait of Abba, meaning from his father, that's how we all learned davening. We all learn davening from listening to their father davening out loud. Okay. Now we ask, where did they learn the fact you have to do shalosh tefilot? We know Daniel and David talked about the fact that it had to be uh, morning, evening, and night. We also, to Daniel says, it had to be three times a day. So the way, um, interesting, the Pnei Moshe says, from where did David and Daniel learn this concept from? So let's have a look. Rav Shmuel Machnei Amar, he says, keneged shalosh pamim shalom mishanei he says that's against three times where the day significantly changes for an individual. In other words, it's momentous times during the day. The shachar, and you have to, you have to thank Hashem for uh, during these transitions. The first is b'shachar, in the morning. You have to say, thank you, Hashem, you brought me from the dark from the, to the light. Now, that transition from night to day, that's a point we have to thank HaKadosh Baruch for that shachar is. The mincha in mincha time, tzrich adam lomar mode ani lefanecha shem elokai belokai abotai. Kesheim shezachitani shezachitani rot hachama bemizrach tach zakiti lerot hamemara. Now let's. I made it halfway through the day. Just as I saw in the east, now I'm zayich to say in the west. I've got a mode akarosh parafu on that. So it's interesting. That's why mincha dola is not a chatzot. It's a little bit after. Or be'erev tzrich in the evening says lomar. It says here atzom lefanecha shem elokai belokai abotai. You have to thank Hashem. We daven to Hashem. Kesheim shayiti. Just as I was in the dark and you took me out to light, and now I'm going into dark, it's nighttime. Now, Rabbi Chaim says a very interesting shot here. He says as follows he, First, he quotes a Bir Alacha. The first Bir Alacha in, in, uh, uh, on the Shulchan Aruch, the Northern Mission Borough, he says it's Nachon Me'od Lizaher Lomar. He says it's right and proper to be careful to say these actual uh, tefillot that we've then mentioned in Yerushalmi, which is interesting. I'm not sure. I think some Sidurim actually printed there before Shachar Milchamar. They have these little one-line statements. 
um, that we have Modeani, Hashem Lokai, Shazafiti, etc., that we've just read. And what Rab Chaim says, he says, Efshar she'ena kavana she'chai b'im l'man l'osah, like the Mishnah Burah, ele she'al dvarim elu adam t'rich l'odot, that it's at these, these are momentous times in a day, that a person has to take a Rosh Therefore, therefore, these three tefillot will be taken at these position, particular times of transition, if you like, to thank Hashem on these matters. And that's why that's why it makes sense that the poskim don't bring generally to say these psukim. So in other words, in other words, do you take the Gemara literally you actually have to say these psukim? Or it's just that these are trans- these are points in time where one should feel the need to thank the Kadosh Baruch Hu, and that's why the Matak and Tefillot. Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi Omer, Tefillot Avot Me'avot Lamdu. No, they learned Tefillot from the Avot. And this is, I guess, we're more familiar with this from the Babli. Tefillot Tashach Me'Avram Avinu. It says, "Vayeshkem Avor Mivoker." Avram got up early in the morning. Mivoker. Elamak Kamashera Madsham Lefnei Hashem. Um, and he went to the place where he stood and what's standing? Ein Amida Ela Tefillah. So he went early in the morning to do what to stand. And that standing was understood to be tefillah. The Pinchas stood and he davened. So there's an association between standing and davening. Um, this, by the way, is, is, is in Tehillim. It says, So talking about that he davened and he was able to stop the Magifa in the, uh, like we moved in Pasha Pinchas. Next, tefillah mincha we learn from Yitzhak Avinu. The Yitzchak went to, it says, or does it mean to converse in the field? But importantly, you have to understand the rest of the Pasuk, otherwise you won't understand how it means. After it says, Lif not Arev, critical two words, follower, that it was towards the Ika. The Ein Sicha, the Sicha, the language of Sicha, understand it means Tfila. Kamad Tamer says, Tfila la Ani Kiato. The tool of Ani when he's bent over, he will pour out his sicha. That's sicha. That, that, that's what else is he pouring out? He's just having a schmooze. No, it must be understanding it means his, his tefillah. And tefillah Arik, we learn from Yaakov, says, he encountered this place and he lodged there. This is, and it says, what does it mean he encountered the place? Pegia must be tefillah kumodotema. It says, now this is, a, this is, a, this is interesting because this 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 puzzle comes from Yechesel. and here this is a, this particular puzzle is when he was uh, had difficulty. It was in already in the that was going to take over all the areas. He was going to basically going to rule the world, and he was trying to tell everyone just to, you know, give in to him, like don't 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 fight it. Um, and this, oh, stories like this, I mean, we're just coming out of Tisha B'Av yesterday, so we're familiar with the the history at that time. And he said, if you indeed, these Nevi'im, because he was facing a whole army, if you like, of Nevi'i Sheker that were contradicting what he was saying, this, this prophet, his prophecy of doom. And he says, if it's true, you are Nevi'im, then then daven, or intercede, daven to Hashem to save us from what is, uh, what is, what is, what is uh, doomed to be on the horizon. Um, it says, I'll read the full passage. If they are true, true to him, Hashem's with him, Hashem Then daven to Hashem, Before we take out of it. Okay, but Omer, and it also brings another passage, Now this is from earlier on in Yirmiyahu, when Akarosh Baruch was criticizing the hypocrisy, the, the bad practice and the corruption in Israel. 
And he says to Yirmiyahu, do not tisa, do not raise the Adam Rinat Filat, Apet Filat, the Altifka, uh, Altifkavi. I think I've, I'm not sure that pronounces, pronounces it right. Yeah, Altifkavi. And Tifka means do not hear, understanding it's the same like Lashon of Pia, meaning don't uh, plead to me, and that's Lashon of Tfilah. Okay. Rabbanan Amru said, no, Tfilot Mitzmidim Gamru. In other words, from the Korban Tami. Tilat Shachar is connected with Tamid Shachar. As we know, there was a Korban Tami that was offered twice a day, once in the morning, once in the afternoon. So a Shachar was attacking connected the morning Korban. As it says, and the Tfilat Mincha, meaning the not you've got to be careful because Korban Mincha is a meal offering. But our Tfilat Mincha, meaning the afternoon davening, is mitamid shel ben arbaim was learned from the afternoon korban. As it says by kevesa shenita se ben arbaim. However, tfilata erev lo matzuba madlit lota. But when it came to tfilata erev, they couldn't find anything to associate it with, and therefore what? Veshano to stam. Therefore, they just taught it stam. Meaning, what's stam? Really, Rav Chaim. It says kado stam hilkach ein lazman. Therefore, it's not time limited like the other tfilot. Since other tefillot seem to be connected to a korban, you're restricted when you can do it much like you're restricted by korbanot. However, since when it came to the mariv, it seems it wasn't associated with anything. They just taught it stam. You have to have a mariv. Therefore, it's not time bound by anything. Hadidatnina. That's why we see we see in the Mishnah tefillat erev erev in lakeva. That's why you see that when it comes to mariv, there's no fix, there's no uh, time limit when you can say it's just any time during the night. However, Shum Musafim, when it comes to Musaf, it's Kolayom, because again, that's connected to Kormat Musafim. But Abraham Tanchuma, Odhi, no. He says, I can give you a reason why what Tvilat Aravit was connected. Kabu Ota, they actually were Makovea, they're connected Ichul Eivarim Tarim. Eivarim are the limbs, limbs that come from a Korban Ola. That's when the whole Korban is offered. And Pedarim are the sacrificial fats and parts that were offered from other Korban so just as they were offered during the night, all night, so too the Arabic was keneged the Avarim Uptarim that were uh, offered throughout the night. Fine, let's continue. Let's go to Rabbi Huda now. Rabbi Huda says, Ad Arba So where does Rabbi Huda understand that we're limited, Shacharit should be limited until the within the first four hour, halachic hours of the day? So we say, Midibre Torah Lamad, he learns from the Torah. Rabbi Huda, Lamad Rabbi Huda, come on. The Tani Rabbi Shmal, Rabbi Shmal says, What's that referring to? That's referring to the man. So what's man got to do the korbanot? We'll see in a minute. So the Chan, it says that, the, that what happened is in the morning, what happened is it got to the Cham HaShemesh, we got to the four hour, fourth hour, the namas, and it spoiled. The, the, the man spoiled. When was Cham HaShemesh? What hour of the day was? And that, that was Ba'ar Basha'ot, four hours into the day. So it says, Atama Ba'ar Sha'ot, or Eno Sha'ot. How do you know it was four hours? Maybe it was midday. So when it says that was by Avraham who was waiting by the tent, it says when it says there, that's Harei Sheshah Why? Because ha, in other words, the, it's explained here that Kachomayom is a time when there's a difference in Cham Hashemesh and Kachomayom. Kachomayom implies that wherever you are, it's hot, sun, shade, no matter what. Kacham Hashemesh is earlier on the day where you can find a bit of cool time when you're in uh, when you're not in direct light of the sun so in, earlier on in the day it, it's only when you when you're when you're in direct sunlight that's when you get hot otherwise however if you find shade you'll uh, be uh, you find some relief 
So when it says that's the be arba shaot. And then just to finish it off, otherwise we're sort of hanging. I know we've gone over to the next stuff, but we'll just to finish off the sugi so we understand what the proof is, because we're always we're talking about man, we're talking about filler. So no, because it says there, it says baboke baboke that um, we've got a xerashaba baboke baboke. We know the man was offered, it says baboker baboker, they collected in the morning. And however, we also got the Xerashava Baboker because it says Akevesekhatase Baboker. Both, in other words, we've got the Xerashava because it says Baboker by Korban Tamid and by Man. There must be an association with the timing. So just Ma Baboker, just as Baboker, interesting language, should just say morning or Shachar Boker. Just as Baboker, the means Shinemalahalan is Arba Shafo hours. Af Baboker Shinemarkan also means Arba Shaot, also Arba Shaot. So we might just go over that again just to run into it tomorrow, but I just wanted to finish off so you could see how Rebbe Hood was connecting Man Dafka at all, the clouds to Korbanot, and it's actually by way of the Xerishah. Okay.